I'm assuming you're here because either you or someone you love has been diagnosed with cancer. Whatever your situation, I wish I could sit with you and talk about what's been going on for you and your family, to give you love, support, and hope, to find out how you've been coping and help you find the kind of support that's right for you. Unfortunately, I can't do that with everyone. So I'm hoping our conversations through each episode helps you in a small way. Thank you for being part of this community. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the seventh episode of Cancer, the Easy Life. Today's episode is going to be a little different. Cancer and loss. These two shocking words sometimes go hand in hand in our community. Today's episode is unplanned. I changed today's episode because here at the Shawnee Foundation, we experienced two great losses. We lost two angel girls as their bodies could no longer fight the damn disease of cancer. Kehlani and Kimmy, this episode is in your honor. Our deepest condolences to both families. These two little girls left their footprints on many hearts. As we were thinking and talking about these two sweet angels, we couldn't help but remember the joy each of them brought to our lives. Kehlani, Lani, as she went by at camp, our sweet little five-year-old first-year camper at day camp. This little sweet girl always had the biggest smile on her face. One of our amazing camp counselors and a fellow therapist, Scrappy, shared this with me. She was such a light and beauty. Every picture captured a smile because she always was smiling. Scrappy goes on by sharing how she remembers watching her during pull time at camp, and she wasn't able to get in because of her port, but she didn't let that get her down and still had a blast playing. Scrappy also shares this with me. I'm sure her and Kimmy are up there having the biggest dance and karaoke party right now. I must agree with that, Scrappy. Our sweet Kimmy, 12-year-old veteran camper of resident oncology camp, had the most contagious, joyful spirit of all. She made sure she met every person at camp, always made everyone feel loved, and didn't let her disease stop her from anything and experiencing life to the fullest. She was truly a bright, shining star. So needless to say, the topic of grief is obviously the talk of the office right now. As we think about the immediate families of both of these sweet souls, as well as the Shawnee Foundation family, which is all the staff members, camp counselors, and volunteers. We knew we needed an immediate plan of action. You know, when I was asked to spearhead the CARES initiative, my, really, the focus was to be on the mental wellness for our community. I made the promise that I will do what I can to create a supportive community. I see it as my duty to create programs and resources that will support everyone regardless of their circumstances. 
Creating a supportive community during loss is one of them. So we brainstormed and formulated the, tri- the tribute to life night, which will honor and celebrate the life of individuals who have passed on. The purpose of tribute to life evening is to make sure that this individual's family knows that they have a family in us at the Shawnee Foundation, that we're right alongside of them through this journey, and they they have a tribe to lean on during the time of need and healing. So today on the podcast, I wanted to touch on the process of grief. I think it's important to talk about the process of grief because there's so much research done on the stages of grief. But to be really honest with you, it's really different for every single person, even members of the same family. So we just have to remember that it's going to look different in each person and it's okay. And we have to let them go on on their journey of healing. You know, losing someone is so gut-wrenching and there's no one-size-fits-all period of grief. Everyone has their own timeline. The immediate reaction for most people, even if, quote-unquote, you were prepared for the death of your loved ones, is shock. The immediate shock of loss is numbing. And it's a period and a time that you need to experience. That numbness is a part of the beginning stages of the process. Once the shock wears off, the grieving process begins. And it may not be the same again for everyone, but... It may include some of these things. Physically, you may experience headaches, feel tired, have achy muscles, and feel nauseous. Emotionally, you're going to experience sadness, anger, disbelief, despair, guilt, and loneliness. Mentally, you might experience forgetfulness, lack of concentration, confusion, and poor memory. Behaviorally, changes to sleeping patterns, dreams or nightmares, or even changes to your appetite may happen. You may or may, you may, or may not want to be around other people. You may experience unusual emotional reactions to things that didn't bother you before. And socially, some some of your friends may not know what to do around you, so they may not come around you. They may not know how to help you, so they end up avoiding you. Or you may even feel like avoiding people because you just don't know how to act in front of them. You might also feel the pressure to be strong for your family and friends. And honestly, you don't owe anyone anything. 
So feel whatever you need to feel. Spiritually, your beliefs may be challenged. And you may struggle to have faith in things that you once believed in. And it's okay. It's part of the process. But no matter what, you've got to take care of yourself emotionally and physically. Take some time to recover. Self-care is not selfish during this time. It's a necessity. Remember, everything you are feeling is valid for you and you are encouraged to process every single emotion that comes up for you. I also wanted to share some tips as you're going through the grieving process. You know, it's really important to take time to grieve. And I know it sounds weird to say that. What do you mean take time? It's on my mind all the time. You're absolutely right. But it's important to give yourself some time during the day to really grieve and process the loss. The truth is, after a while, we all go back to work and other daily activities because life does go on. So I want to make sure that you're allowing yourself time, whether it's in the morning, in the evening, whenever that works for you, to really grieve. Make sure you're in a space where you can be alone. Turn off your phone. This is a safety valve for you. It's an opportunity to allow yourself to deal with any feelings you've stored throughout the day. How you use this time is up to you. You can think, you can cry, you can pray, you can meditate, you can write a letter to the loved one you lost or journal. Next, I encourage you to keep a diary. Write down your feelings about your loss, as well as the memory of the person who has passed away. This is a really good way of keeping track of, you know, the, the weeks that are coming and the months that pass. It's kind of, you know, you can see the process and the changes of grief as you go along. Next, I really want you to allow this one into your life, to be honest with you. Let yourself cry if you can cry, because some people sometimes cannot cry, and that's okay. But tears are a sign of strength and show that you are prepared to work through your grief. So if you feel like crying, don't hold yourself back. If you want to cry and can't, don't worry. A lot of people find it hard to cry and express their grief in other ways. If you find yourself choking up while a memory crosses your mind, let the tears come out. Don't ever let anyone tell you not to cry. Crying is healing and it's cleansing. And you need to let it happen as it comes. Next, I really want to encourage you to talk to someone you trust. Grieving can feel very lonely. And it's a long process. So find someone you can talk to. 
such as a friend, a family member. And, you know, honestly, if you feel like you need an outsider to talk to, like a therapist or support group, then do that for yourself. But it's really helpful throughout this time to have someone to talk to, especially if someone has had the same experience as you. You know, next I really want you to think about giving yourself the time you need. It can take a really long time to work through the lowest moment when someone has died. And it's normal. It literally can feel like your life has been turned upside down. And, you know, there's times that it might not be hard. And times it will be really hard. But time will help to heal the emotional pain. You know, something in my healing experience that was helpful, and of course, this is only my opinion, and again, it will be different for each person, but I figured maybe sharing it would be beneficial to even one person. But one thing that helped me tremendously was talking about my mom, her memories, her characteristics, sharing her stories, and most importantly, hearing others share fond memories of her was truly a gift for me at that time. And it reminded me what a gift she was to everyone around her. It was so humbling and really somber at the same time, but it was actually very healing as well. So maybe talk to people about your loved ones, share stories, you know, just, just remember them. Look at pictures, whatever you have to do. Because I think one of the things that most of us fear is that we're going to forget at the, about the person that we just lost. And that's not true. You're never going to forget about them. They're always going to be a part of your life. They're always going to be in your heart. So... You know, as you go through the process, talk about them as much as you want to. Always know that you have someone to turn to. I am here to support you and your family. And please don't forget about your tribe at the Shawnee Foundation. And for those of you not a part of the Shawnee Foundation, we would love to connect with you and help you in any way that we can. You are not alone in your grief. You are loved and supported. No words will ever heal the wound of losing a loved one. But love, love helps heal you in a way you didn't imagine possible. So let love in, even when it's hard.